0: Everyone and welcome to the podcast. Today I have with me Michael Overly. He is the owner and chief happiness guide at Dogs at Men, and uh, he has a book coming out soon. I hope he'll talk about that too. And so, welcome, Michael. I'm I'm glad to be have you here today.
1: Well, thank you, thank you so much. I'm excited.
0: And so you, like myself, are a lover of dogs, and they've made a huge impact in your life. And we've each been lucky enough to have more than one really good impactful dog so why don't we start out talking a little bit there about about those experiences
1: oh my goodness okay um how long is this show um i can run real quickly so um, my first dog i got one was a family dog when i was a little boy probably about four or five years old and he quickly became my dog and he saw me through um, um my folks getting divorced my dad kind of taken off on us my brother becoming paralyzed I was I was suicidal for a period and that dog just kept me going he knew what I needed and when I needed it his name was Sage Um, later on um, when I was about to go through my own divorce I had two other dogs and one of them was an escape artist and he I got a message from him that I needed to get out he would escape the the fence. It doesn't matter. We'd take him anywhere, and he would find a way out of somebody's yard. And as soon as I made the decision to leave that relationship, he stopped trying to escape. He was fascinating. Yeah. Um, uh, Winston was my next. No, that was Miles. Winston was my next guy. He was he was my tough guy. He was um, he was big, 100 pounds, big jaw, black. He was a mix um, and a severe tough guy with uh, major training issues. I loved the hell out of him. He was great but he made me feel safe because um, yeah. I was scared most of my life. And then the last guy was Darby and Darby was the main catalyst for the, for the change that was to come later in my life. Um, he was just a little natural healer and he was beautiful and he, I'm still unraveling his lessons.
0: Yeah. But yeah.
1: He, he taught me that I needed to go outside and play. He didn't need to go outside. I'd go to open the door. Um, thinking he wanted to go out and he'd just stand there and look at me. And I finally went, Oh, so then I'd go outside with him. And then he joined me.
0: It's, it's amazing how dogs sometimes know what we need, what we, what we should be doing. And, and they push us into doing that. Well, they, or they bring us into doing it, it though. At the time we don't always know that. Sounds like that's what Darby was for you.
1: Absolutely. When, I, when I was younger, I didn't, I couldn't appreciate the lessons and the messages so much, but it was, it was the love and comfort that I really craved. Yeah. And I got that so freely from all these amazing animals Um, maybe a little differently, but, but still I felt like I was loved and taken care of. Um, Oh, it's amazing. The more I open, the more I I realize. Oh my gosh, you know, I'll see someone walking their dog down the street and I'm like, look at that lucky human. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Their, their dog got them outside. They're outside and they're in nature and they're with the trees and the squirrels
0: and the birds and everything else.
1: And they're not sitting at their computer, you know, playing on Facebook or whatever.
0: Scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. And so our dogs are our teachers in so many ways. And it sounds like you found some amazing lessons.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Many, many lessons. Um, the most important one that i have awakened to i guess is a good way to put it is just the being able to be present to just be and not having to do um what took a lot of different excursions into the mountains and other places with darby and he would just he would sit next to the river and just and he would just want to be there and he taught me that and then i started meditating with him and became my meditation partner. yeah, he taught me more about just being quiet and being myself than anybody in my life.
0: Yeah, my dogs meditate with me, too, every morning. They're on the floor next to me mm-hmm. meditating. It's it's amazing how they pick up on that.
1: Well, they they have a whole other set of skills in their bag. Yeah. They're a lot more in tune with uh, not just the environment, but with themselves. Yeah. And they, they, they don't worry, you know, where their next rent check is going to come from, or, you know, somebody hit them in the parking lot and then they have to call the insurance. You know, none of this stuff registers and, and it's nice that they don't have to deal with all that, but, um, think of even if they get a little scuffle, two dogs kind of get into a little bit, they can so quickly literally shake it off. They discharge that energy five minutes later. You didn't know anything had even happened. You know, we carry these stories for decades, even and yeah. they're like, no, nope, not mine. Let it go.
0: Yeah, they they get over it. They're best of friends, and they live in the moment.
1: Oh yes, right here, right now. Love it.
0: And so, before we uh, before we started this recording, we we talked a little bit about how dogs are teachers of presence. Um, what kind of what do, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. I can't agree enough. I I mean, I wish Darby could actually sit down and write out what he wanted to tell everybody.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: It's, it's a, they allow, they allow everything going on around them to just go ahead and happen. They can witness, but not necessarily be swept up into it. You know, they, they, they hold a space for us. They create that presence and that, that place for us to just feel, okay even if it's just for a little while they hold that space for us and I think that is so important some of us are pretty good at doing that for others maybe not as much for ourselves but our dogs teach us that over and over and we we allow that to be kind of one-sided and we we love the comfort we get from that but not necessarily understand the lesson from that
0: yeah yeah because I think it, it's been described to me before that our dogs, especially the ones that have had such an impact on our life, are are those angels that chose fur instead of wings.
1: Exactly, they are angels. Yeah, and, and each one is different, and that that one angel is with that one person for a specific reason.
0: For sure, and uh, I know that, like when my Harlow, she was my she was my dog and she, she was like 13, 14 when she died. Uh, but, you know, and, and we knew it was coming and, um, and, and we knew it was the Friday and I brought her out to the backyard. And when I was waiting for my sister to come home, we were going to take her to, you know, help her pass on cross the rainbow bridge. And I remember telling her, uh, you know, I want to, I want a sign from you. If you can give it to me. I want, I want butterflies and I want dragonflies. That happened to be the summer in Colorado that there were such a big, massive butterflies coming up from um, Mexico and up through uh, New Mexico into Colorado that just showed up on radar.
1: That's amazing.
0: And I saw all kinds of dragonflies that summer too. I mean, just instantly after that. But that I was like, okay, there's my sign. (laughs) There's my sign that um, she was my angel.
1: That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I I didn't want, I don't watch the news. I didn't, I don't watch the news that much, but that day I just happened to see that on the weather that all these butterflies were on radio for sure. (laughs) And so tell us about for you, how have dogs been for you, a spiritual guide?
1: I'll back up just a tiny bit. Four years ago, just over four years ago, um, my older brother passed away and that was so powerful i was able to grieve and i didn't just grieve him i grieved all these things in my life that i had been holding on to and it just cracked me open and right after that is when i saw how beautiful this dog was and what he could do um and it it opened me up to all these other things and and i started um getting trained in different energy healing modalities and Um, And I was voraciously reading all kinds of things from all different um, areas, right? All different genres and different belief systems. And um, it just showed me so much that it doesn't matter necessarily my perspective versus somebody else's perspective, but what resonates with me. You know, I I truly believe that all the religions were seeded from the same source. Um, And so... Yeah, it's all from the same thing. So if it resonates with you and, and you're doing good with it, I think that's absolutely beautiful. But he showed me that, and he continued to show me that, and I started noticing more and more things from him in how to be, and that that has increased my spiritual growth uh, tenfold.
0: Is there anything in particular you can talk about that that Darby, you know, showed you?
1: He showed me that no matter what was going on, I could feel safe. Um, One night, he kept me from walking up on a mountain lion in my cabin. And I I had no idea what was going on. Yep. What was, you know, he sensed, smelled, whatever, and wouldn't let me pass. He literally was only 47 pounds and he body checked me.
0: Yeah. Wow. Got
1: me from getting to the stairs and um, paced back and forth, hackles up, and the sound came out of mine never heard before. And then finally, you know, he let me go up and there was these gigantic, you know, five and a half inch paw prints all over the place. The cat had been laying right by my front door Oh, um, and multiple situations like that. Um, people coming down the street, he'd be like, yeah, we need to go around this guy. So he'd yeah. leave around. Um, he could sense a dog around the corner and be like, we probably need to cross here.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, he just, he was just so aware and he was teaching me to be aware. Um, I could sent, I could start to smell a storm coming in, even though I couldn't see anything over the foothills. Yeah, and he he was training me to do all these amazing things. Oh,
0: that's so that's so amazing. Um, uh, and so was Darby an only dog? Was he your only dog during that time?
1: He was my only dog during that time. He um he came from a, a dog fighting situation, and um he was a pit mix, but he was he wasn't being adopted because he wasn't a purebred and they were about to put him down. I saw it was like a link to an article at 2am. I saw, so I emailed the people and the woman emailed me right back. They brought him over the next day and that was history, but um, he was, he needed a lot. Um, Initially he was pretty chewed up. You can imagine they were using Uh him as a bait dog, right? Uh, So he was, um, he was chewed up and um, you know, patches of fur missing and his ears never completely healed. Um. And obviously he needed some, you know, some regulation around the house and rules and those kinds of things. Uh-huh. In no time, he was awesome. I mean, I I would almost never have him on lead. Yeah. He ran, and we ran around the mountains and all over, all over the place without him being on a leash. Yeah.
0: Dogs know when they're saved. They do know when they're saved.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, do you think he was really aware of that, uh, that you saved him and he was going to give as much back to you?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, he repaid me 20 fold. I, I mm-hmm. can never pay that dog back.
0: Did he have any lingering effects from the situation that he came from once you had adopted him and gotten his outer wounds healed?
1: Um, if a dog would approach him quickly, right from the front, yeah. even if it was just like a playful puppy, it was that that frontal energy that um the puppy energy coming on in an aggressive manner. Yeah. He, um, he would stomp on somebody pretty quick.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but he wasn't like a very, he wasn't a vicious fighter. He just like, uh-uh, we're not doing that. Yeah. And then that was it. But introduce him to another, I mean, I go to the dog park. and we would be fine. Yeah. But he, well, he had a little sheriff streak though. If you saw some <laughs> dog picking another dog, he'd go, he'd, I'm like, Oh shit, here we go. And he would just, and he, you know, he'd ram a dog three times his size yeah. and break it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he wasn't the fun sheriff. He was the good kind of sheriff. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> that's, that's fun. Dogs teach us self-acceptance. Did Darby teach you that?
1: Um, I think he allowed me to feel it and know it. Right. I mean, they do it for all of us. They don't care mm-hmm. if you're you know, if you're overweight your belly's hanging over your tidy whities and you're walking around the house half naked and you're balding or whatever the case may be, they just love you for who you are. And so they're constantly giving us that. And sometimes we may go, oh, I'm not just okay with my dog. Maybe I'm just okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. I think some animals, you know, depending on, you know, they obviously have their own personalities and they're still dogs, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, can they get that lesson across? I think they, that's a big one for most of us is a there's like a self-worth thing. We're deficient in, in our self-esteem or self-worth, however you want to put it. Yeah. And just knowing that we're good enough, um, that's a constant message they give.
0: Yeah. I think and knowing that they, they, they don't care who we are. Uh, they love us, uh, whether, you know, no matter what's going on in our life, I think that's, it's extremely powerful and they're not, They're not looking for the future. I think that that's, you know, that's a really important thing with dogs. And and you talked about their, you know, their presence in in being in the present, Mm -hmm. not they're not pushing you towards anything.
1: No, no, they don't. And they don't care about how big your house is or what kind of car you drive or, you know, have you been to Mexico lately? Have you done this Do you? You know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. they're, they're happy right here right now and that's that's such a tough place for us to get to
0: yeah
1: how we're raised and what the cultural and societal expectations are
0: yeah and so i know that you started dogs and men um, and i've been to the website and taken a look around and there's some pretty powerful stuff that you that you've learned from dogs and that you're bringing it to to other people tell us a little bit about that
1: Oh, yeah. So I've something said you need to help others see this as well yeah. um, and let them know that they're okay. People are awesome as they are. And if they're open to listening to a, maybe a little different perspective, um, they can have an amazing and beautiful life. Um, so I have, I have a course that, that actually starts on September 6th. Uh, And then I have a coaching program as well. And I will start group coaching, um, but in small intimate groups. And that is going to be very powerful and not for the faint of heart. Um, You know, this, it's not easy stuff to look at everything in your life that maybe you didn't do so hot. Yeah. Um, You know, what scares you and what freaks you out and where you think you're insecure. And, you know, and we look at those things because if, if you can't let it go, can't release it, then you're, you're not going to fly.
0: True, true. Anna, so is it, in, in having that program for men, is it that you want them to know the companionship of a dog? Is that is that the biggest part of that course? Or is that the biggest part of the tools that you're teaching and, and that self and that reliance?
1: Um, that's a great question. Oh, well, I think that's part of it. I think if people can realize that they have this you know, this four-legged guru walking around with them and and start to say, oh, I hadn't thought about that that way. Oh my gosh, you're right. Or, oh my gosh, look at that. You know, um, I think that it's it's an in. It it's automatically cracks that door a little bit for people to maybe do something that they didn't know they really needed.
0: And for, I think people who go to your website will probably have a dog, but are you encouraging the men to get the dog to get that companionship? Are, are men supposed to have dogs who join you?
1: Um, if, yeah, I think if they already have the dog and have that established bond, that is very important because there's a there's a there's a trust there. Yeah. They already have that. They know that you know, so when, when no one else is around, you know these guys are talking to their dogs. Yeah,
0: oh yeah. Like
1: you said to me, oh that guy's such a jerk. So they're already confiding and it can go a lot deeper and further than that. I'm not encouraging people just to run out and get a dog just so they can do this. Yeah. But yeah, that's not the reason to get a dog.
0: So how does having a dog help people in their lives? How does, how does, it, how does it help you grow, do you think?
1: I, having an animal... Uh, and there's lots of studies around this. Don't take my word for any of it. You can Google any of this stuff, but animals help people calm. It helps with blood pressure. Your heart rate goes down. Your respiratory rate goes down. When you sit and pet your dog, that tactile sensation and these motions that you create are calming. So it takes you from a high stimulus point and and brings you down to a place where a lot more is possible.
0: Yeah. I know that that's an amazing benefit of having dogs. And that's why I've always had pets and dogs and cats, but mostly I think dogs, they just have that sixth sense. And they're, they're always with you. Do you think that there's just something that extra that we get?
1: I think there's a lot that we get from our dogs that we're not able or willing to give ourselves. (gasps) okay yeah so i mean the the unconditional love that people talk about that ad nauseum there's there's no judgment there's a constant hey i'm good you're good we're fine let's go play ball Mm -hmm. um they get us out in nature yeah um now think about it you know we bring plants and animals into our homes when plants and animals are also right outside right yeah but yeah. we, we, we shut ourselves in, but we're like, we know we're missing something. So then we do these other, we bring these other beings into our, in our proximity because we get something from that.
0: And you don't need to be a dog owner. You can visit a shelter or you can, you know, have a friend who has a dog or take care of pets. The
1: dogs are important for me because they get you up and moving. Like right? go grab, grab a leash, go for a walk. Um, what better thing to discharge negative energy if you have just had an argument or a fight or a bad day? Yeah. Grab the leash, go for a walk, and by the time you know you're you're picking up poo or whatever, you're not thinking about what was going on <laughs> earlier in the day. Yeah. So um, you can do that with with almost anything. You know, go go sit at the edge of the lake. Yeah. And and watch the ducks land or the geese take off, or you know, sit under a beautiful tree and just watch the way the leaves move. Listen to the sound that comes through the leaves and focus on that for a little bit. You can receive some similar benefits from that.
0: Yeah. Are you going to get another dog?
1: Oh, have absolutely. Have- yeah. There's one yeah. coming. I can feel it. It's,
0: it's be- it hasn't been a very long time.
1: No, no, it was interesting. So when um, when Darby left, he he went pretty quickly. He I uh, was at the lake with him and, and my partner, and. Um, she, she, I had met her there and she left and, and he was looking at me and, and I, I heard from him, you need to take me to the hospital. yeah, yeah. So I took him to the ER and, um, he had had some bleeding from his gums. I thought it was from us playing with a stick. Yeah. Um, no, he had cancer in his mouth. He oh. x-rays oh. and other work. Yeah. And he, he was super sick, but he wasn't, he wasn't showing it. I mean, we'd yeah. been hiking a couple of days before and, yeah. and I, just amazing, um, but no, he he was real, real sick. So um, I decided to not. I didn't do any work for days, and um, took him to all his favorite places. And then yeah. we had we had a, this beautiful veterinarian come to the house and and help us send him on back.
0: Do you think that Darby knew that you were okay and that it, it was time that he could leave you?
1: Oh, absolutely! It was amazing. He um he, he changed a little bit. He wasn't as you know kind of sparky. But when the vet came over, well, we went did it at my house. We all went out back and he went over and greeted her. You know, looked inside her kid a little bit and gave her a little nuzzle. And then I was already sitting laying sitting in the grass. He came and laid right against me and just faced her. And he's like, Okay.
0: Yeah. you knew. Yeah, they know. They do know. And it's and thanks for talking about that because it is, it's the one part of pet ownership it's it's the most difficult because they give us so much and for us to let them go and not be selfish about it it's mm-hmm. it's really commendable that you could that you could do that
1: yeah well yeah it wasn't like he you know he just he had a broken leg or something yeah it was pretty serious I thought yeah, yeah he was rallying up to the last minute and I'm like oh, okay that's we're gonna you know so when i asked him i said are you ready to go and, and i got yes so yeah um but you asked me you know I hadn't been that long so yeah no i'm it was it was another opportunity for me to let some more things go that i had still been holding on to so i grieved him and i cried i was bawling yeah. you know and it, it allowed just another another chink in my armor it allowed some more some more to move away and um Actually, just today, I kid you not, I was on my phone and I'm like, I don't need all these pictures. So I had this experience and I, of gratitude with him this morning. And he's like, it's okay. It's okay. You need to make some room. You need to make some room. Yeah. And so I was deleting. I found myself, I'm like, why am I deleting all these pictures? And I was and it wasn't just of him. It was all kinds of stuff. I deleted hundreds of pictures off my phone. It's like, no, let go of all this stuff. You don't need it. Yeah.
0: So it, it's, uh, it's getting close to the time to bring another dog in
1: and it'll yeah. be totally different.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. They come to you as they come to you. There've been times in my life where, you know, we adopted an adult dog and then there were, there was a time for puppies and wow. uh, adult dogs are so much easier. <laughs> they are. But there was also the, because after Harlow died, I knew I wanted another big dog mm-hmm. and, and I knew puppy. And uh, are, are you to that point yet where you kind of have an idea of, of the, of the, what's the right thing for you?
1: I'm not sure. Um, I met a woman the other day who just started a new rescue. Not far from me. Yeah. Talking. She said, well, give me your number. I'll send you pictures. I'm like, no, we're not yeah. doing that. Of course, five minutes later on, I was on her website.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. you got to see what, so, you know,
1: yeah. there's a five month old puppy named Moose. That was really cute. <laughs> i don't know if i want a puppy
0: i know they're hard they are yeah
1: so i'm not sure i'm I'm trying to like well just give it some space and, and see what happens
0: yeah yeah the right dog will come into your life
1: well have you, have you heard the saying when the student is ready the teacher appears yeah
0: <laughs> yeah for there sure you go for sure
1: I, I, yeah that's the same for me
0: do you want to talk about your book sure
1: yeah, I literally just submitted it to my publisher this weekend. Yeah. So I was terrified. I was hovering with my with yeah. that, with the cursor over the send button. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? Um, never done it before. So I, I finished writing and got it out. So the book is uh let your dog lead. And I I'm not sure about the subtitle yet, but we'll, we'll work on that. I, I think I put something down like, you know, musings on on how to live an extraordinary life. And I, you know, I share about my dogs. The experiences and lessons I learned from them, in, in, in more detail, and the bond, and then I go and I talk about animal intelligence versus instinct and intuition. These are, you know, obviously all just these are my viewpoints, my opinions, and things that I've learned sure. and, and uh, lessons along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and all the way through the the absolute beauty of grief and just surrender. And yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it's it's not very big, but it's gonna be whatever it's gonna be. And yeah. I'm happy. And
0: yeah, some of the best books aren't real huge. They are not all war and peace in
1: my head before I had like a word count. Right. So I could have a certain number yeah. of pages. And I thought, no, I said, some of the stuff is, is a little far reaching and deep for folks, especially if they want to actually do some of the things that, that yeah. I would recommend in there. Um, and I thought it needs to be presented in a simple Fashion. So yeah. no big in-depth chapters, really short little chapters, um, and tons of actionable stuff if you want to do it.
0: Darby on the back cover, maybe. Uh,
1: I'm I'm well, I'm I'm picking that picture tonight, probably. <laughs> I haven't decided which one to use. Um, but I've got uh I got a bunch of pictures of, of me and Darby that my partner
0: took. So seems like you're very open that you know dogs have taught you a lot of lessons and they do teach us many a lessons is there one that just stands out the most to you hmm.
1: yeah that that i am enough yeah period no matter what's going on i am enough mm-hmm. be gentle with yourselves um Oh God, these last couple of years have been so hard for so many people. You're okay. You're safe. You're enough. Give -hmm. yourself a little bit of breathing room and be gentle with yourselves. That's what I would tell people right now.
0: You're enough. That is so true. Well, Michael, thank you for, for joining me. And I will put your website in the notes for anybody who's interested to be able to go look at that. I'm sure you'll have updates about your book on there. Okay. And, oh, cool. can, I,
1: can I add one thing in? Of
0: course, yes. Um,
1: if anybody's actually interested in the course, uh-huh. um, for your listeners, I have a code for half off the different levels of my course. Okay. And it's, the, the word is presence and it's 50% off the course.
0: All right. So that's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I spelled that right. Yeah. <laughs> well, definitely. And I will put that in the notes for anybody who listens to this, wherever they are listening to it, they can go look up the, they can look for the website. Of course it's mm-hmm. dogs and men, not men and dogs, but dogs and men.
1: Dogs and men. Cause the dogs are leading the way.
0: That's right. And then presents for the code for 50% off of your course. Which I did see uh, on your website. Looks like it's it's awesome.
1: It's going to be fun. It's going to be hard.
0: Of course. Nothing worth having no. is easy.
1: Exactly. Simple, but not easy.
0: Yeah. Well, Michael, it's been a pleasure. And thank you so much for joining us on Love with Love today.
1: Thank you, Christina, so much. <gasps> Honored. <laughs>